Welcome to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hansen Metal. This is a half hour radio broadcast which airs from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. every Tuesday. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. God bless you. Glory be to the Lamb of God. The wise have said, the time and tide waits for no man. The race has begun and this year we are soaring on the wings of an eagle. There is no looking back. There is no going back. There is no standing aside to be a spectator. Beloved in Christ, I am believing God that is going to give us the grace to soar higher on eagle's wings. Both the things of the spirit and the things of the physical. I want to encourage you to reject any prophecy. Any prophecy. It doesn't matter who prophesied. No prophet or prophecy is higher than God and the word of God. No prophecy and no prophet. And I'm saying this very passionately because by the grace of God, I've been running this race for almost 40 years of my life. And it's very disheartening when you listen to people who genuinely love God, who have been thrown into fear and panic because God has sent to tell them, well, that is what is supposed to be. God saying is death, 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 death. I'm just going to use one scripture today. And for the sake of my brethren, especially those in Ghana, because this is where I am, and this is where the pollution is taking place. And the Bible says that we should contend for the faith. And so we've just begun a fresh year, and it's very important that we don't allow ourselves to be caged, to be immobilized, to be paralyzed by the falsities of men quoted in the name of God, at least not the God of the Bible. And I'm going to show you something in Egypt. Those of you who are already in panicky mode and feeling like it's going to be gloom and doom. and You see, life has cycles. All of us were born. Some of us have been born again. But both born and born again, we will all die one day. The Bible said that one of the things that Jesus' death and resurrection has done for us is that it has taken away the fear of death. So for me, I shudder to think that the same God who says he came that we might have life and have it in abundance. The same God who told Martha that, didn't I tell you that if you believe in me, you will not die? In essence, even though the fleshly man dies, you will live through all eternity because your spirit will not die. Now, it's a surprise to me that that God would target December 31st to come and tell a whole nation or believers, if you like, about death and destruction, who is going to die and who is going to... I mean, God only tells us Doomsday messages? The God of the Bible? No. And a big no to that. It's a life from the pit of hell. Jesus said, I came that you might have life. And if you are already in panicky mode, I have been assigned to come and tell you that the just shall live by faith, not by fear. Like I've already said, who said we will not die? But why push it down our throat? Jesus came. And from the time of his death, resurrection, and ascension, what the true believers... And what people have died for is the message of hope, the gospel of salvation, the message of truth, the message of liberty and freedom, not fear. The word of God itself says there is no fear in perfect love. There is no fear in perfect love. People have died for Christ. Some were bent. 
you read church history, young lady burnt at the stakes. If I remember rightly, because she refused to renounce her faith. And many, many apostles died. Some of them were slaughtered. Even today, people are dying for the sake of the gospel. So what is this big news about death, 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 death? If we will die, let's die for a good cause. Let's die for a good cause. Having said that, I came with a message today to strengthen your hands that it is the will of God for you to live a fulfilled life. The message that Jesus brought, the gospel that was preached by the apostles, is a good news of salvation. And the Bible says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is total freedom. Therefore, therefore, any message that enslaves you cannot be from God. At least not the God of the Bible. Not the God of the Bible. Yeah, you heard me right. God wants you to soar on wings of an eagle. Now this year and any time of your life, as long as you have breath, whether in prison, whether on a sick bed, wherever you find yourself, God wants you to maintain a joyful spirit, not a fearful spirit. Fear does not come from God. Paul writing to Timothy said, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. So if you are receiving a message that is disturbing your mind, that is implanting fear in you, even before the year began, it's about disaster, it's about death, it's about doom, it's about gloom. Friend, get this straight for me. That is not from God. Let me read a scripture. <laughs> Jesus was speaking in Matthew chapter 10, and he was speaking about death. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28 downwards. At least, what will help our conversation for today will be verse 28, probably to verse number 31. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Think about that. So some people can kill the body. Innocent Christians and believers have died through no fault of theirs, accidents, persecutions. Sometimes it's plain hatred because they are Christians, martyred. You know, people die for all kinds of reasons. Good people die, bad people die. Bible says that death is the last enemy that God will deal with. So as long as we have life and as long as we are here, and as long as we have the time and the space, we should live our lives conscious of the fact that we are living with an enemy who we cannot take out now. God has set a time. And it is not for us to sit and, and wail and whine because we are confronted with death and we can't do anything about it. What we can do now is to live our lives. How? Bible says with joy and gladness, not with fear and sadness. That's why Jesus said, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. So don't be afraid of those who threaten you, they curse you. Uh, when they can't stand your presentations and your level of maturity in the things of God, then they resort to threat and cursing and they hide behind curses and try to put force you to accept what they are trying to push down your throat which you don't want to swallow. Come on, don't be afraid. Bible says that, look, when they curse you, it will not stand because you are covered. You are covered. I want you to maintain a certain stand. You have a life to live. And nobody is going to prophesy you out of that life. Bible says, as your faith, so be it unto you. Not as according to somebody's prophecy. As your faith. There are people who have made it. Nobody prophesied to them. Nobody prophesied to them. There are people who are even unbelievers. They made it big. 
So it's not a matter of material stuff. So you subject yourself to bondage, to doomsday prophecy, and come on, wake up, live your life, determine every morning. I'm going out there, I'm going to do my best, and I am an achiever, I'm not a failure. I may fall, but I will rise again because the Bible says that the righteous may fall seven times, but he's not going to stay now. He will rise again. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. Because like I said, there are people there who can kill the body. Oh, I'm a Christian. So no, sometimes exactly because you are a Christian, they may take you out. But with God, this body being killed is not a big deal. Listen to what Jesus said. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill their soul. What does that mean? They pull down the body. That is only the house in which you live. But the real you, they cannot kill you. They cannot kill you. So, you got to take a certain stance. Like Paul said, whether I live or die, it makes no difference. I live or die for Jesus. As long as God wants me here, nobody can take my life. When the time is up, I go my way to my eternal rest. Meanwhile, between this time and that time, I will live a joyful life. I will be determined to achieve the best that I need to achieve. I will be determined and I am determined to leave a legacy for generations to come. And child of God, I'm saying to you that if God sends a message to you that the message may seem negative, then God will definitely show you the way out. First, the message must have a reason. So I see in the Old Testament when the willing prophet Jeremiah went to Israel, what did he say? He said, because of your sins, God wants to do this and this and that. And it's not good for you. The judgment that is coming will not be okay for you. So if you want to come out of the judgment, repent. They did not come with blanket messages of who is going to die and disaster here and there and no way of it. I mean, nothing else. No, that's not the God of the Bible. He doesn't talk like that. He's love. He's love. And in him, like I said, there is no fear because there is no fear in perfect love. I love my wife and God is my witness. So I don't fear her. I put money anywhere in my room. I tell her everything. I mean, I don't fear her because I love her. She doesn't fear me because she loves me. If you tell her you saw me somewhere with another lady in a very uncompromising situation, it will be difficult for her to accept it. Why? There is no fear in love. So if you have a God who always comes to you with nothing good but fearful messages of death and doom and gloom, I'm afraid that God must not be a God who loves you. But the God of the Bible so loved the world. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God is always giving good things. God is always giving encouraging messages. God is always giving uplifting messages. When there is danger, he tells us there is danger. But this is what you can do to offset the danger. In any case, God deals with so many things that we never hear about, we never see, we never know. There are battles in the spirit that I believe that if God should open our eyes to see, we will go crazy. We will go crazy. And that is why the Bible emphatically says that the judge shall live by faith. Do your best and leave the rest. Do your best and leave the rest. Determine to succeed. Determined to win in every battle, in every race that is confronting you. Make this year 
a year of success. Make it. Yes, and make it. Don't sit back and say bad grace and, and leave everything to God. Look, God has empowered us. He even went to the stand and said, I've given my angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Not some of your ways. So why buy into fearful messages and, and make men gods and, and they threaten and it's like, if you don't take what I prophesy to you, a curse will come on you. Come and give me a break. No curse is coming on anybody. No curse is coming on anybody. If you believe God and you walk in the word of God, let me tell you what. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and there are no danger. The Bible says the righteous run into it and they are safe. You trust the word of God or you follow the folly of men. But I believe with everything within me that from today, you will determine to live your life and not be a pawn in the game of false prophets. Praise God. You have been listening to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hansen Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. the Bible platform with Reverend Hansen Metal this and every Tuesday from 5am to 5.30am on sunny 88.7 FM and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continues. So Jesus said, let me read again. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. But cannot kill the soul. You see, people talk about, oh, this guy has power. He can do this. After he has killed everybody on the face of the earth, let him live forever. Let him live forever because he's a prophet or he's a voodoo champion. Let him live forever. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? They can kill the body, but they cannot kill the soul. And the body is really only a temporary shed in which we are living. So praise to God that even if, but God forbid, but even if they succeed in killing your body, there is a better place in glory for you. But I dare say that with Jesus Christ in you, indwelling you, they dare not. Jesus said, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. I'm reading from Matthew chapter 10, the verses number 28 and 29. I'm on 28 right now. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both body and soul in hell. And who is the one who can destroy body and soul in hell? It is only Yahweh. Only Yeshua. He's the only one who can destroy. So there are people who are claiming credit for being behind the murder of people. There are heroes who take delight in taking people's life at random. I mean, some declare war, bombing cities, and, and they think they are champions. There is a day called accountability, and that day it will be terrible. That day they will realize that they killed human bodies, but the souls of these men, especially those who believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. 
escaped their treachery. When we shall see our king in glory and rejoice with him, they shall sit in the place of judgment. But while there is life, we extend a hand of love to all who have not received Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, that this is the way of escape from the fear that is holding you captive. Jesus said, Matthew 10, in verse 29, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? You see, in Jesus' time, they sell this bread called the sparrow. And per what is written here, it means that at that time, two of the bread, sparrow, are sold for a penny. That's their time. Let's put it in context. Jesus said, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your father. Even the sparrow, a small bird, so cheap that two of them were sold for one penny. Jesus said, even those birds, even those birds, there's no way one of them will fall to the ground and our father in heaven is not aware. How much more you? So who prophesies to the sparrow? Now, get this right. I'm not underwriting prophecy or not or anything because the Bible tells us that we should not forsake prophecy. But the same Bible also tells us that there will be false prophets. The same Bible also tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 that it is our right. It is in our right. When we sit down and prophecy is coming, the Bible said it is in our right to judge the prophecy. Think about that. First Corinthians chapter 14. He says that it is in our right to judge the prophecy. So if somebody comes and says that he has received something from God and nobody has the right to question it, if you question it, you are cursed. We bounce it back. Yeah, we bounce it back. And we say emphatically, it is not God. Because it is not biblical. Our faith is not kind of faith that is so loose that there is no measuring rod to know right from wrong. There are no gray areas. If it's black, it's black. Light is not darkness. Light is not darkness. So brace yourself. Brace yourself for a victorious living this year. Brace yourself to conquer new territories. Brace yourself. Don't be afraid. Rise above the mediocrity and, and move into new areas. Move into new areas. Dare to take giant steps in areas that God has put in your heart that you can occupy. Amen? Yeah, yeah. Jesus said, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your father. That even those birds, those cheap birds, God will not allow them to be killed if it is not in his will. And then the master continued and said, And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. I love this one. You see, I used to have a lot of hair, bushy hair. Then back in those days when I was a young man, in my time in school, we used to grow what we call Afro hair. Afro hair, bushy hair. Come to think of it, now close to the age of 70, I lost my Afro hair. I'm almost bald-headed. And Jesus is telling me that every hair on my head is numbered. That means that even if I do artificial implantation, <laughs> oh, what a mighty God we serve. I'm excited. I love this Jesus, man. I love this Jesus. Even if I do artificial implantation of her, God counts that her. Come on. Come on. I'm not cheap. 
am expensive. You see, the sparrow, the sparrow too, for a penny. Me, money cannot buy me. It, it took the blood of the Son of God. It took the blood of the sinless, sinless, spotless <laughs> Son of God to buy me. God came to the market where impoverished souls have been displayed for sale by the devil. And God chose me. And the value on me was so much that not even human blood could buy me. It took the blood of the incarnate God to purchase me. Knowing my value, and if you are a believer like me, that is, that is your value. And knowing your value, how can a mere human being hold you to ransom on the basis of some prophecy or vision? Come on. Come on. Don't cheap in yourself to that. Get into some serious relationship with Jesus. And if you don't know the reason why, that's what I'm reading to you. And even the very hairs of your head, Matthew 10.30, are all, not some of them, are all numbered. And I like how he rounded it up in verse 31. So don't be afraid. Hallelujah to the ancient of days. So don't be afraid. You see, he pushes it on us. The onus lies on us. He says, don't be. It means you can be. It means it is your choice. It means it is by your decision. So Jesus said, so don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Many sparrows. So I can imagine the skies filled with a horde of sparrows. You can't even see the sky because here are huge numbers of sparrows flying. And Jesus is literally saying, lift up your eyes and look at them. You are of more value than all of them. So what? So don't be afraid. You are bigger than what you've been thinking you are. You are larger than who you think you are. Why? Because you are a container of the glory of God. You are a container of the glory of God. Don't allow anyone to arrogate to himself or herself the power to decree that you can't question anything that he claims to have received from God and he's telling you. I'm speaking specifically to my brethren in Ghana. In Ghana. Because of the noise that is going on and the fear that is being released into the atmosphere. If after this, you still want to be a slave, and I like that song, no longer a slave to fear. Maybe if I have to put a title on my message today, that is the way I'll title it. No longer a slave to fear. God doesn't want you to be a slave to fear. Young people, dream big dreams. It's a new year. God has your back. God, by his spirit, is with you. Elderly people, be at peace with yourself. God is not against us. God is for us. He told the prophet Isaiah, Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people. He said to the prophet, Go tell my people, it shall be well with them. He said to the prophet, I know the thoughts I have concerning my people. They are thoughts of goodness to bring them to an expectation. May the Lord bless you. And may the Lord take away from your heart any fear, any intimidation, any doom and gloom messages that may have crippled you before the race began. It shall be well with you. Join my team of believers who know that we serve a God 
with whom all things are possible. The Lord bless you. I'm your friend, Pastor Simeto. Saying, have a wonderful day. Shalom and peace to you. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Bible platform. Tune in same time next week. God bless you. Every breath that I am made of, oh, I will sing of the goodness.